What is going on, everybody? We are back for season two, episode three of the Most Prevailing Stories podcast. For today's episode, we have an interview from Annabelle Williamson. She's a professional educator and creator of La Maestra Loca, a small business that mentors and trains world language teachers in the art of acquisition-driven instruction. She was recently at JFK Elementary to work with all our world language teachers in the district. We'll get into that later, but as always, we'll lead with some news and sports. Wednesday night was our Think Big, Dream Big community conversation, and we had roughly 80 attendees. We had six business leaders as panelists there to discuss what they're looking for while hiring and give our community families in attendance a glimpse of that next step in life after education. We want to give a shout out to the following panelists for attending, Brendan Magnin, Alyssa Brown, Haley Seeger, Jeffrey Kamornick, Mark Kilpatrick, and Rohan Freeman. We also would like to thank our moderator, Kelly Lyman, for stepping up to ask questions and lead discussion. We also had student panelists as well, and they were able to give their perspectives on school today and what they would like to see. When the panel concluded, attendees sat at tables with a Chromebook prepared as they were able to share their thoughts as well. This is something where all parties involved were able to have a voice, and it'll be great to see this information get put to use so we can make our community a better place. There are always lots of things our students want to learn, and it's great to have a student body so eager to better themselves. This will not be the first community conversation. There will be another one on October 16th. We hope to see you there. That's really the big story this week, and we'll also have an episode come out in the future where we go into more depth and hear from our very own superintendent, Dr. Ana Kutaya. So be on the lookout. We're going to transition to sports now. Stick around. Foreign's football team is coming off a dominant 40-6 win over East Haven. They advanced to 2-2 two two on the year and will hit the road, looking to get over 500 with a win over Sheehan tomorrow night. Jonathan Law's football team is also 2-2 two two on the year, coming off a 42-6 win over Wilbur Cross. That is two straight wins for them. They will look to make it 3-2 and two tonight when they play East Haven. This is definitely an interesting storyline for Milford football as Foran just had a great showing against East Haven. Now we'll see how Law stacks up against them. Jonathan Law's girls volleyball team is now a stellar 7-4 and four on the year. They beat Foran on Monday to sweep the season series, clinching those crosstown bragging rights nice and early in the year. They still have 10 games remaining on the schedule. That is no knock on the lines, though, as they are 7-6 on the year with lots of schedule remaining as well. Jonathan Law's girls' soccer team was also able to grab a win over Foran. They have now won four straight as they roll into their next home game against North Haven tomorrow night at 6 p.m., boasting a 6-2-1 record on the season. That's all we have for sports today. Our feature story is coming up next. We recently had all our world language teachers together in one room for basically a workshop. We have a solid amount of content from this interview, so I won't talk too much here. The interview will speak for itself. Here's Annabelle Williamson. I'm here with Annabelle Williamson. We are so fortunate to have Annabelle here today and the work she did with our world language teachers. Annabelle, welcome. So let me start with the concept of acquisition-driven instruction. What is it and how does it work? Acquisition-driven instruction is the idea that when we are um, acquiring a second or third or fourth, whichever language it is for us, we should acquire it in the same way that we acquired our first language. So it's acquisition over learning, the idea that when babies are listening to language, growing up listening, listening, eventually they start communicating and using it. Um, so we're focused on acquisition over the study, rote memorization of words or grammar study. We're focused first on just 
communicating, listening and communicating. What drew you to this field and why is it important to you? Um, I went to Spain after eight years of taking language. Um, I failed Spanish one, three times, failed Spanish two, twice, uh, but it kept on going because I was really obsessed with language and really wanted to communicate. I wanted to be able to connect with people uh, in another language. So I moved to Spain when I was 17 and couldn't speak a word after eight years and it was pretty humiliating and I was focused very much on accuracy and focused on the rules that I knew so well and I was just very frustrated that I couldn't spit anything out. Um, so for me, I thought I was going to come home and like be a pioneer in language education and change the way it was taught, but turns out it's been done for 40 years. It's just um, not growing as fast as it should because I think it should explode. Um, but that, that's why it's important to me is I don't want anybody to take four years, two years, any time of language and not be able to actually do something with it. What do you see as the most fascinating part of your job? Um, most fascinating part... I think the best part for me is is the joy I feel when I see students like have these light bulb moments or have these moments where they're like, oh my gosh, like I just did that. Or they're, they're communicating with each other or they're understanding the Spanish that I'm speaking. They're able to respond to it um, in workshops when and today was so special. Somebody whispered under her breath when I was getting, I was changing a slide and she said, I can't believe I can read that because they had just read a whole paragraph in Chinese after a 20 minute demo in the morning followed up by a 45 minute demo and they read a paragraph in Chinese and she literally couldn't hold back the joy of, oh my God, I just read that. I can't believe I just read that. And that joy I think is so beautiful. You're an enthusiastic presenter. How do you prepare for these lectures and in-person visits? One of the things I talk about most importantly with educators is we all have to be authentically us all the time because we're modeling for our students and we want them to be authentic and true to themselves at all times. So how I prepare is honestly, I think about what I would want as an educator and PD normally sucks. We have to sit for hours and learn and sometimes it's not even applicable to us. So what is something that I would want as a teacher because I am a full-time teacher. I think that's part of it too. It makes it easier to connect to people because I'm in the classroom full-time. Um, and this is just my side business is like getting to work with teachers. So what do I want? And then how can I bring more joy to teachers um, daily classroom lives? You have a prolific presence on social media. You have a blog, a podcast, a website. Where do you get your ideas for content on these platforms? Um, most of my ideas come directly from being in the classroom. And it's actually the number one reason that like people are like, why are you not just a consultant? I am at the point now, and I haven't shared this with anybody, but I did the numbers with my CPA. I'm making almost triple my teacher's salary consulting. And so people are like, when are you going to like leave you know, teaching and just do consulting? And I'm not even charging close to what normal consultants charge. Like, not even close. <laughs> um, but the reason I'm not gonna leave the classroom is I get all my ideas from my kids. I'm working with kids and I love working with kids. Why would I leave my classroom? And teachers love connecting with me because I'm a teacher. No, I'm not leaving the classroom. Um, and I'm passionate about what I do in the classroom. So I'm not ready. And when teachers are ready to leave, I say go. I say run because it's important to listen to that. And um, we are at a place that we've never been at in education and it is terrifying to me. Um, to see how many people are leaving, but they're also listening to their boundaries. They're setting boundaries and like, 
and listening to them. But if I can stay in the classroom while I still want to, why not? And the social media comes from kids. It comes from what I'm doing with kids. It's it's what I'm doing in my classroom. It's, it's oh, that's a great idea for, I love the idea of like, how can this impact other teachers and kids right now? And so how can I share that? How can I put out a quick post? You'll notice it's really messy. It's not always organized. People, my social media doesn't necessarily look like other people's, but I'm sharing real time like, oh my gosh, I had this great idea. Oh, I could pee myself. And I'm Annabelle in that sharing, right? Is there anything else you'd like to share with us today? I think the thing that I would share is whatever job you're doing, wherever you are, whatever profession you're in, find micro moments of joy to bring it to life for yourself, whatever those small moments are, to give yourself that light. And because children, whether it's your children or children in school, they're, they're looking to us to see what our, their lives should be when they grow up. So we want to model for them that we should be happy in the jobs that we have. So I love my work. I love getting to share with teachers. I love teaching kids. And my kids know that. My kids know that. Um, which I think is really powerful and special. And go and learn another language, go acquire a language. There's lots of ways to do this. There's lots of people who are teaching the way that I teach. Um, it is not too late. Uh, nobody's too old to acquire a new language. So yay for language and culture and yay for joy. That is all we have for today's episode. As always, thank you for listening and tune in next week for our most prevailing stories to date.